Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. 877-726-8255 to get into the conversation and a very happy Father's Day weekend to you. And uh, I realized that we hit a remarkable milestone last hour during the first hour of Intelligent Medicine this weekend because, well, we made absolutely no mention of COVID-19 and that is a very, very significant milestone because uh, it's been the elephant in the room uh, really dominating our discussions of health over the past uh, year and uh, a quarter because, uh, well, it's been what we've been talking about since March of last year. And now we are uh, just a shade over a year into COVID-19. And it's kind of receding from the conversation, which is uh, all to the good. But there are a few aspects of COVID-19 that I'd like to cover for you today. And one of which is a very thoughtful letter to the editor that appeared in the Journal of Infection. Yeah, there is such a thing. Uh, just last week, uh, June 4th, 2021. And it's entitled, The Performance of the SARS-CoV-2 PCR Test as a Tool for Detecting SARS-CoV-2 Infection in the Population. So that's a very interesting uh, question, because we do this test, and we stick a swab up your nose, and we uh, roll it around, and then we send it to a lab, And that is thought to be the gold standard for determining if you have COVID. And it turns out that there is a bit of a disconnect between the results of that test and the likelihood that you, quote, have COVID. So let me repeat that. The test does not necessarily tell you you have COVID. And that's an assumption that we've been running with for over the past year, they say, if you got a positive nasal swab, you've got COVID. And then you, with all the consequences thereof, you've got to go into quarantine. Uh, you got to let all your contacts know. 
uh, that may close down your office or your gym or your school. Uh, and there's all kinds of ramifications of a positive test. And so in this short communication in the Journal of Infection, they point out that worldwide detection and monitoring of SARS-CoV-2 infection continues to be based on results of the real-time reverse transcription polymerase chain reaction test, or the, for short, the PCR test. Uh, a recent review in this journal, that is the Journal of Infection, reported that assessment of the diagnostic accuracy of the PCR test for SARS-CoV-2 has been less than perfect. So the authors of this letter analyzed data from a large laboratory in the city of Münster, Germany. That's where Münster cheese comes from. <laughs> but I guess it's a big city in Germany. And, uh, you know, medium-sized city. I mean, it's not Berlin. It's not uh, Hamburg. But, you know, it's a considerable size city. And, of course, uh, in Germany, COVID-19 has raged. So they have a lot of people to evaluate here. And what they point out is that the PCR test is done on something called cycle thresholds. They do the test once, and then they do it again, and then they do it again, and then they do it again, and then they do it again 40 times until they reach the threshold of sensitivity of the PCR. That comes down to quite a lot of sensitivity. A very, very few viral particles can trigger a positive test. And it may be, in a certain number of individuals, that they may harbor some viral particles via inadvertent inhalation, or via perhaps having had COVID in the past, maybe weeks or months ago, such that there is some residual viral material in their nasal passages, but doesn't mean they have COVID. It does not mean that they're infectious. So what they conclude here by a sophisticated analysis is that um, a substantial proportion 45 to 68% of test positive individuals in the UK, this is from another study, did not report symptoms at the time of their positive PCR test. In Munster, Germany, they found that more than half of individuals with positive PCR tests are unlikely to have been infectious. So they say that PCR test positivity should not be taken as an accurate measure of infectious SARS-CoV-2 incidents. Our results confirm the findings of others that the routine use of positive, and he puts it in quotation marks, positive PCR test results as the gold standard for assessing and controlling infectiousness fails to reflect the fact that 50 to 75% of the time an individual is PCR positive, they are likely to be post-infectious and no longer transmit the disease. And oh, by the way, they use a 40-cycle test in some countries, but in other countries they use different cycles. So there's no international standardization across laboratories rendering problematic the interpretation of PCR tests when used as a tool for mass screening. You know, these days we're testing, I mean, in the past, if you were sick, you got tested. 
they weren't routine. They didn't have enough tests to routinely test people who just wanted to see if they were positive. Now they test you all the time. They test you when you're going to the office. They test you when you want to go to Madison Square Garden. They test you when you go to the airport. And then again, when you land, they test, 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 test. A lot of people who feel fine. And the net result of that is we're going to see some false positives, maybe quite a lot of false positives, that lead us to believe that PC, that uh, COVID-19 is more prevalent than we think. And uh, that's part of the problem is the test we're using is not a test that is diagnostically accurate for telling you whether you are sick with COVID-19. I mean, yeah, you're symptomatic, you're having all the hallmarks of COVID-19, loss of taste and smell, and you're having shortness of breath, and you're coughing, and you got a headache, and you feel feverish, and yeah, okay, test is positive, pretty good indication that that's what's happening. But if you're asymptomatic and you test positive, Got to take that with a grain of salt. However, it's going to trigger all kinds of alarms. It'll become a statistic. It'll appear that an outbreak is underway. And um, some good news is that um, the vaccines appear to be pretty darn effective, notwithstanding the possibility that there are variants looming out there. Uh, In a recent study in L.A., there was a 0.03 chance of getting coronavirus after being vaccinated. It was incredibly rare in L.A. County. Uh, when it comes to the vaccines, the Chinese are racing to market their version of a COVID-19 vaccine. It's called Sinovac. And they're testing it out in Hong Kong, where some people are getting Pfizer and some people are getting Sinovac. And it turns out that people who are vaccinated against COVID-19 with the Pfizer vaccine were found to have, quote, a substantially higher level of antibodies than those who received the Sinovax jab. So in the race to vaccinate the world, yeah, China's offering a lot of vaccine, especially the third world countries. But it's less effective. They say some people who receive the Sinovac vaccine may need a third booster shot as well. Uh, because um, the Sinovac vaccine is allowing breakthroughs of COVID-19. Officials in Indonesia warned that more than 350 medical workers who come in close contact with COVID-19 patients, they've caught COVID-19 despite being vaccinated with Sinovac. Dozens of them have been hospitalized, raising concerns about Sinovac's efficacy against more infectious variants of the virus. However... Uh, when it comes to the Pfizer shot, uh, Uruguay studied the effectiveness of the Pfizer shot among 162,000 health workers. These are people in high risk. They come into contact routinely with patients with COVID, uh, as well as people over 80 years old, also at risk because sometimes the shot doesn't take in older individuals. Well, Uruguay reports that the shot was 94% effective at preventing intensive care unit admissions and deaths and reduced infections by 78%. So vaccines appear to be working. And, um, you know, the other thing is there's a high false positivity rate that's leading us to think that there are outbreaks where maybe there aren't. 877-726-8255. Welcome your questions on this Father's Day. We'll be right back with more of Television Medicine. 
In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative, the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And a reminder, uh, we're doing something special for our Intelligent Medicine listeners like you. Supplement savings are coming to my online full script dispensary this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, June 22nd and 23rd. So kick off your summer self-care routine with my summer supplement sale. Get 10% off and free shipping on your favorite supplements from Fullscript. Fullscript stocks uh, a full line of physician quality supplements. They're cut above uh, supplements that are ordinarily available in retail stores. So you can create your full Fullscript account by going to drhoffmanstore.com. Create your Fullscript account and shop for supplements of your choice. On June 22nd, 23rd, get a 10% discount and free shipping. Check it out. Let's talk to uh, Julian in Iowa. I'm sorry, Julia. 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 Hi, Julia. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's afternoon good here. good afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it depends sorry. on what part of the country you're in. Yeah, you know, okay. You're out in the Midwest. Okay. Yes. I have a quick question. Um, I've been taking... Um, immunity boosting vitamins like elderberry zinc, vitamin B, D, D3. I increased my D to 10,000 IU and then I started spotting and wondered, um, can, and I've been postmenopause for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. had a problem. Wondered yeah. if D vitamins being a hormone, if they can cause a little spotting. No, it's, it's not very likely. Uh, and so what kind of medical care do you have out there? You see a primary care doctor, you have a gynecologist. Yes, uh, yes. So, and I just had a pap smear and it was normal. Okay, you just went for a pap smear, but uh, that was before the bleeding, correct? No, during. It was during the bleeding. So that you you uh, apprised the doctor of the fact that you were bleeding. And mm-hmm. so what tests do they do? Just a pap smear and they said it was okay, that's fine, no yeah. problem? Yeah. That's kind of weird because uh, generally... Uh, in a woman who's been postmenopausal for 10 years, bleeding would occasion a little more of, the, of a workup than just a pap smear. You probably would get a uh, an ultrasound, maybe a vaginal ultrasound, to look inside the uterus to make sure nothing's going on in there. Because uh, postmenopausal bleeding can be a sign of something as serious as endometrial cancer. So, yeah, I don't know what uh, kind of care is being offered there in Iowa. But um, 
<laughs> where I'm from, uh, you pay a little more attention to postmenopausal bleeding. You don't blame it on vitamins. Very unlikely vitamins are the trigger of that cause, of that symptom. Okay. So, you know, I would, uh, you know, maybe check back with your it's a gynecologist who said, yeah, no problem, no biggie, you're just bleeding, don't worry about it. Is that what scenario was? Actually, I went to primary physician. Okay. I did not go to a gynecologist yet, but I probably yeah, maybe, should. Yeah, maybe go to the gynecologist. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. primary care being, uh, you know, pretty good, but maybe not as focused on gynecological problems. I'd probably get an opinion from a gynecologist as to whether that's okay. I mean, maybe, you know, go biggie, but it may also be a sign of something more serious. So I would get it checked out. All right? Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. All the best to you. Thanks for listening to our program, 877-726-8255, our number. And if you're suffering from chronic pain, well, you may be taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs, but there's a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals. It's liquid turmeric liposome complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. It's sourced and manufactured in the USA. And this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. The plant-based curcumin is used to reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. So, you don't have to live to pain when there's an all-natural science-based remedy that works without adverse side effects. Try liquid turmeric liposome complex from myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine. There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216. Or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural science-based and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. As an intelligent medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, 
It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. It's 877-726-8255 to get through. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you jot that number down, you can call us during the week and you can record a question. We'll get a live caller, though. we got uh, Bob in Nebraska. How you doing? Fine, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? Very well, thank you, sir. I have a foot drop on my left foot. And uh, I don't walk real well. I can walk with a limp. I understand. I know I can get a brace to put on it that will help me out. But I also have uh, numbness in that foot at different times and a lot of pain at different times. Is there anything I can do that will help the pain and the numbness out? It depends on the cause. Have you been to see a doctor on this? Uh, usually a neurologist is the type, a nerve specialist is the type of doctor who can best uh, determine the cause of your uh, foot drop. Have you done I that? Had spinal, I had spinal stenosis years ago, and when there I operated, go. foot drop came about yep. from that. Yeah. Okay. And, so uh, that, that's a likely culprit. Okay. So let me explain uh, the, what's happening with this. Uh, it's the perineal nerve that is involved in foot drop, and it can um, it can be related to three different locations. One is the brain, and that's the worst case scenario: a stroke or even a neurodegenerative disease like ALS. In the past, syphilis, when syphilis was common, foot drop was a common consequence of syphilis. Um, don't, don't freak out because that's not the cause in your case. But I'm just saying for the elucidation of our audience, you know, what some of the issues are in this. Uh, so that's at the brain level. That's the highest level. Then there's the spine level. And yes, you've had spinal surgery and spinal stenosis, a pinching of the spinal cord. And that may cause some problems downstream, uh, weakness uh, in lower extremities, uh, or in particular on one side, favoring one side versus another. And then, of course, there could be a, like a local injury, an injury directly to the perineal nerve, which runs down uh, the leg. Uh, so it sounds like you got the middle kind, the kind that comes from the spine. Uh, can anything be done for that? And, you know, you're maybe thinking, is there a nutritional uh, fix for it? Are there things that help uh, nerve conduction uh, or support nerve regeneration? Um, and I would say, I guess there may be a, a small chance that something like uh, alpha lipoic acid, a potent uh, antioxidant, could have a beneficial effect on the nerves. It does work on nerves in other situations, but uh, it's a little bit of wing and on, you're on a wing and a prayer because that um, nerve may have been impinged on, injured, or even severed. Uh, at the time of your surgery. And, you know, as we know uh, from, uh, you know, tragic instances of people having uh, nerve damage due to injuries, uh, then nerves don't regenerate that well. They simply don't. I mean, we're looking for ways, high-tech ways of making nerves regrow, but, you know, we're not um, uh, salamanders. You know, you chop off a limb and they'll just regenerate it. So, um, you know, I offer you kind of limited prospect that there's a nutritional fix for this. Uh, maybe something like acupuncture can restore some sensation. That may be part and parcel of it. Uh, looking at 
metabolic problems, maybe you have borderline diabetes or something like that, working on a metabolic cause of numbness uh, may uh, help to alleviate the problem. But, you know, we have to do a little deeper dive on your overall health to determine if that's an option. It may be, you know, simply that you had some nerve damage at the time of your spinal surgery. How does that sound? Oh, uh, that sounds pretty good. So probably the best thing to do is find a neurologist and go from there. Yeah, you know, see if there's something that uh, can be done. But, uh, you know, okay. get an analysis of it and, you know, a little more precision on why you're experiencing the problem at what level. But it sounds like, yeah, the spinal surgery is likely culprit. All right. Thank you for your call and a very happy Father's Day to you. All right. Uh, if you're experiencing fatigue from any kind, is there a potential nutritional solution? Well, according to research, there is. Here's the only nutritional formula clinically proven to repair mitochondria. Those are the powerhouses of your cells and thus restore your body's natural energy production. It's NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics. Clinical trials, now there are over 40 of them, have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by up to one half. Also has anti-aging effects. It's available in a variety of formulations that are tailored to your specific needs. There's full-spectrum vitamin mineral formulas. There's immune support formulas. And there's pure NT Factor that you can take in the form of wafers or powder that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. I've been using NT Factor for years myself. I don't go a day without it, and I prescribe it for my patients. And now with a 45-day money-back guarantee, you've got nothing to lose. You can find the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas at your favorite health food store or online retailer order. You can order direct by calling 800-982-9158. 800-982-9158. Or go to their user-friendly website, NT Factor. Dot com. That's ntfactor.com for the best energy formula available to you. 877-726-8255, our number. And um, let's take a look at a very interesting story because one of the ways to mess up your liver is if you drink too much beer. You know, beer can damage your liver cause alcoholic hepatitis. But according to research at Oregon, Oregon State University, beer may not be all bad because it contains hops. Hops are the bitter compounds, the bitter herbs, that uh, lend beer its distinctive taste. And according to researchers at Oregon State University, I bet in Oregon they grow a lot of hops. That may be why they're doing the research. Uh, there are substances in beer with exotic names like xanthohumol and tetrahydroxythomol. I can't even pronounce it. Texa, let's try this again. Tetrahydroxythohumol, which can mitigate diet-induced accumulation of fat in the liver. Fatty liver, a major cause of liver failure, even cirrhosis, can lead to a need for a liver transplant. Very, very prevalent in America. Why? Fatty liver is associated, it's a diet-related problem. Too much in the way of dietary carbohydrates, excess fructose from uh, 
uh, high fructose corn syrup sweetened foods, candies, and especially soft drinks can affect the liver, cause fat infiltration. But an antidote are these substances, I'll abbreviate them, XN and TXN, from hops. Hops has previously shown effectiveness as a natural anti-inflammatory. Uh, we use it uh, for joint problems sometimes, hops extracts, that is. You know, look, I was a little facetious when I said drink beer to help your liver. No, not a good idea. But an ingredient in beer, uh, which is available in supplements, can be helpful for fatty liver, according to the latest research. Um they say future studies need to determine if the compounds can even treat obesity in humans uh, because they have um, insulin-sensitizing effects. They um, push back against insulin resistance, which is a major cause of um, cardiovascular risk. 877-726-8255. You can keep calling uh, this hour. Uh, okay, what do you do... If you have to take an antibiotic, antibiotics mess up your microbiome. And uh, in this study, uh, they induced gut dysbiosis in experimental mice with oral ampicillin. Ampicillin is an antibiotic. And uh, they give it to them for 14 days. I got to tell you that I haven't taken uh, antibiotics in at least 30 years. I had to take antibiotics once when I was in the hospital training during my uh, internship at Manhattan VA Hospital. I, I developed some kind of really yucky skin condition, and it was highly infectious. And it was on my face, and it was on my hands. And to get rid of the discomfort, but also to prevent me transmitting a dangerous bacteria, a highly contagious bacteria to patients, I took some antibiotics, knocked it out. But I haven't taken antibiotics since, except for a couple of Thanksgivings ago. I developed, this pre-COVID, I developed some wicked respiratory infection that was compounded with sinusitis. And I had to take a long drive to visit a relative's house, and I felt lousy, and I wanted to be well for Thanksgiving. So... I abandoned my usual caution, and I took Augmentin, which is ampicillin plus something that keeps in your system longer. It's kind of like super ampicillin. It's called Augmentin. Good for sinus infections, so I prescribed myself some Augmentin, and I took it. And in a couple of days, I stopped because I said the gut problems I'm having from this antibiotic are just not worth it. I'd rather have the sinusitis and the misery of clogged sinuses and uh, the accompanying malaise associated with sinusitis because for me, taking ampicillin was a gut-wrenching experience. It literally churned my GI tract into a grade 4 hurricane a class 4 hurricane. So they used, in this experiment, they induced dysbiosis, which you can do, with oral ampicillin for 14 days. And then they treated them with something called 
Saccharomyces. Saccharomyces boulardii is a probiotic, but it's not a bacteria. It's a yeast. Unlike lactobacillus, uh, it's, it's resistant to antibiotics. And while it's a yeast, it's a yeast that competes with dangerous yeasts like candida and albicans. And it's helpful for diarrhea. And so what they found in this study, quite interesting, is that um, there were cognitive benefits. When you have dysbiosis or an imbalance of your intestinal bacteria, it affects your brain. And in these experimental mice, there was a reduction in fear conditioning. There were improvements in spatial as well as recognition memory. They were the problems caused by the antibiotics. The effects on cognition were reversed when Saccharomyces boulardii was given to these animals. So keep some Saccharomyces handy because should you require antibiotics, it's one of the most effective things you can use to reduce the risk of diarrhea. I didn't have any on hand. Perhaps I should have used that when I required the antibiotic, but probiotics didn't help. Probiotics did not help me. I had to stop taking ampicillin, but Saccharomyces could prevent the brain fog and the GI symptoms that uh, occur with antibiotics. One of the most well-vetted things for protection while you're taking antibiotics. 877-726-8255, or by the way, brand name Floristore for Saccharomyces boulardii. You can find it online at Fullscript. Happy Father's Day. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. O'Hara applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition, beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products, available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. If you're suffering from diarrhea caused by IBS and it's preventing you from doing the things you'd normally enjoy, check out Banatrol from Medtrition. Banatrol stops diarrhea without causing constipation and is safe to take every day. The all-natural formula contains only two ingredients, a proprietary blend of dehydrated banana flakes paired with a clinically proven GOS fiber. You can try Banatrol risk-free for 30 days by going to trybanatrol.com. Trybanatrol.com. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And although um, our program is waning, uh, you can copy that number down, 877-726-8255, and record a question during the week, as did this individual. Let's hear it. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I love your show. I have a question about the COVID vaccine. Some data is coming out saying that the spike protein can travel from the injection site and accumulate in 
different tissues and organs of the body. I'm just wondering, is this just hype or is this something to be uh, concerned about as a reluctant person who's uh, anticipating getting probably the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in the next month or so? Thanks a lot. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how some of these uh, vaccines work. Uh, the vaccine, uh, previous vaccines used to take like a whole virus, kind of cook it down and activate it and then shoot that uh, into you. And uh, so you kind of had a reaction to all the different uh, pieces of the virus, the viral envelope. Uh, you know, if they had spike proteins, that would be in the mix uh, and whatever else was in the virus. Uh, this uh, vaccine effort, including the, all the vaccines, the J&J, uh, and the AstraZeneca, which is not yet approved here, but used a lot in Europe. And then, of course, the two main ones that are the two-phase vaccines, the two-shot vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna, uh, all take advantage of the spike protein. And the spike protein is delivered by various means, encapsulated, uh, lipid encapsulated in the Moderna and the Pfizer and uh, via a, a vector uh, of a uh, harmless coronavirus in the uh, Johnson Johnson and AstraZeneca. Okay, but it's all about the spike protein. So what does that mean? It means that uh, you introduce a spike protein that causes the body to have an immune reaction to the spike protein. So when the virus starts to attra- attach via this spike protein, it's kind of like uh, the you know the um, uh, docking mechanism of the virus on the cell surface. Uh, that the, the immune system recognizes that and uh, basically attacks uh, the, the spike protein and neutralizes the uh, viral attachment. Uh, so the spike protein, uh, when you inject it in a shot, it mostly stays where the shot was administered, but some new studies are suggesting it can go to other places. That may be consequential, but it probably isn't because contrary to some of the rumors that are uh, and conspiracy theories that are floating around, uh, the spike protein doesn't last. It kind of gets degraded fairly quickly. It's your immune response that is lasting. And that in itself is a little bit of a concern because if you've got a lasting immune response to the spike protein, which you should have if you want to have resistance to the virus, there may be some component of autoimmunity, of molecular mimicry, because the attack of the immune system on the spike protein may also be directed against uh, other tissues, blood elements or the heart. You know, we've seen some autoimmunity, and it's not about the persistence of the spike protein. Spike protein's gone, but your immune memory persists. So, you know, I think there's a lot of kind of unscientific uh, drivel that's circulating around. I mean, there are problems with the virus, but they're few and far between. And uh, remarkably, the vi- the did I say the virus? I mean, the vaccine. There are problems with the vaccine, uh, but uh, they're relatively uncommon. They can be serious and devastating, but um, we still have to acknowledge the fact that uh, COVID is bad. And uh, the vaccine's pretty darn effective at preventing recurrence uh, or preventing susceptibility. All right. So, uh, you know, I just want to mention again, big event on Fullscript. Supplement savings are coming to my online Fullscript dispensary this Tuesday and Wednesday, June 22nd and 23rd. So you can start your summer self-care routine with my summer supplement sale. Get 10% off and free shipping. Go to drhoffmanstore.com and create your Fullscript account today. 
get a jump on summer and get some bargains in the process. All right. Uh, thanks very much for joining us today. A very happy Father's Day weekend to you. You can make that a more informed listener to Intelligent Medicine by directing him to DearHoffman.com. There you'll find podcasts. You can subscribe him to our newsletter. Have him follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Have yourselves a great weekend. Take care. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman.